Hi, and welcome to Cheers to You. My name is Brooke Voris, and I am CEO and founder of Brooke Voris Weddings. We are wedding planners and consultants, and sometimes we even take on the role of an unlicensed therapist when needed. This show is going to give you a behind-the-scenes look at what really goes on in a wedding planner's life. Throw in a meticulously neat husband, a handful of energetic kids, a crazy dog, and an overly close, overly opinionated family, and you have just been introduced into my world. It is a full, fabulous, fun life with big and small wins, but also a lot of bumps along the way. However good or bad, they have all brought me to this moment, and I would love to share them with you. Let's get started. Cheers to you. Hi, my name is Brooke Voris, and you're listening to Cheers to You. This is episode 25 of our 30 Timeline Topics in 40 Days. I am so excited to be talking to you today and starting to put together our speaker series, which is going to give you so much valuable information as a couple. And even people that might not be getting married could have some valuable information from it as well. So keep listening to us. Once we're done our timeline topics, you will be listening to some absolutely amazing women who have truly, you know, figured out how to have everything that they want, not saying it comes easy and not saying there's no chaos involved, but they have figured out how to do what they love and are willing to share it with us. So I'm so excited about that. But let's get into the topic for today, which is setting up your special touches. So I'm not sure if that's really terminology that's used in the wedding industry or if that's something I just kind of came up with one day. It's been with me for so long that I I don't really know anymore. I would tell you that special touches to the Brooke Voris Weddings team is anything that the couple would like set up at the venue on their wedding day. That could be signage, that could be specialty drink um, labels or signs set up, that could be decorations, you know, lanterns, candles, centerpieces, anything that they provide us to set up are what we call their special touches. Anything that makes it a little bit more personal to them and to their to the theme of their wedding. So what you should think about is when you are doing special touches, a lot of times we'll hear people say, listen, my sister or my friend or my aunt or my mom, they said that they would come over on the wedding day and help us set it up, but we really don't want that. Like we just don't want to have to worry about this on our wedding day. And I am here to tell you that you that those brides that I've spoken to that have said that to me are absolutely right. That is not anything that you, number one, really have in your timeline to accommodate setting that up because what happens is you can only get into your venues a certain amount of time beforehand and then everything else gets rushed. So your hair, your makeup, your nails, whatever it is, if if it's the guys that want to do the, you know, special touches and they want to have, you know, a shave and their hair trimmed and styled, you know, all of that takes a lot of time and effort And the last thing that you want to do is be running around trying to get things set up. If something goes wrong, then it kind of puts you in a damp mood for the rest of the day. So if you can have somebody that isn't key, like a key part of your wedding, set it up for you, then that's wonderful. But just keep in mind, there's a few things. Number one, you absolutely need to get the venue's permission to come over and set things up. 
And you also need to make sure that the people that you are sending have all the proper tools with them. I'm going to share a story with you from when I first started, and I was so excited to be working weddings and be part of this industry that I just was like so happy to do any part that I possibly could for the couples. And at the time, it wasn't a team. It was just me. So the day of the wedding, I had a friend come and help me. And when I tell you that I had no idea the amount of time it would take to set up someone's special touches, the other thing is they told me that they only had a few things to set up. Well, that wasn't true. It was a whole lot more than that. And the balloon delivery that was supposed to get set up never got set up. So I had to run to the store and buy a helium tank. And as my friend drove me around the property to set these balloons up so people knew the path to follow into the venue, I, no joke, was blowing balloons up in my in the back seat of my car while my friend drove and I was quickly taking the balloons and taking the posts that they were supposed to be on which mind you this was like a winter wedding so the ground was frozen I couldn't get the stakes in the ground to hold the balloons properly so I have a mallet that I am banging the stakes and the posts in with tying the balloons and then having my friend fly to the next you know, place where we were supposed to put the balloons. And then when I tell you that the rest of the craziness that went on, when we arrived on site for like to set up the ceremony space, we found that the night before a race went through their ceremony site and not only did the race, it was a midnight cross-country run. First of all, let me just set this, the, the scene for you. It was a midnight cross-country run for extreme, like, I don't know if it was, I'll just say runners. And they decided to take these meticulously neat chairs and turn them to the point that they were making an aisle way for the runners to run through. Not recognizing that someone had just spent hours setting those chairs up to properly face the chapel. Hey, podcast listeners, this is Brooke Voris. I don't know about you, but I'm a person that wears many different hats. So I am constantly looking for easier ways to get things done, especially in today's world when it isn't so easy to leave the house anymore. Brooke Voris Weddings is in the final stages of launching a virtual workshop for all of the couples that need some upfront help planning the big day. All of this is done via your computer in the comfort of your own space. This is specifically for people who do not need in-person help on their wedding day, but just need some direction in putting it all together. This is designed for the couples that have day of coordinators included at their venue already, but realized quickly other than handing them a list of preferred vendors, they aren't able to assist much with anything else until the actual wedding day. It's also for someone who says, I really just don't have the time to look everything up, or where do I start? If any of this sounds like you, reach out to us at brookvoriswedings.com and let us know that you're a podcast subscriber by clicking on the virtual planning workshop and entering in cheers to you. We will send you information on the workshop and its pricing. 
the first 20 people to register will be given 50% off the total price of the workshop. Yes, you heard me correctly. It is an incredible deal and my way to say thank you to you for being a valued listener. The other problem was that they had spray painted fluorescent orange arrows all over the path that the bride was to be walking down. So, and then put these orange flags everywhere, everywhere. So had the couple arrived on site to set up their special touches, they would have been so overwhelmed that they wouldn't have possibly been able to, you know, take care of what needed to be taken care of in the time that it needs to be taken care of in. So absolutely have someone help you set up your special touches. Make sure that they have the proper tools for different things. You know, we have an emergency kit, and I'm sure you've heard me say this before, that takes up the whole back of my car. And then one of my team members jokes with me all the time and says, oh my gosh, like not only do we have an emergency kit, but you're going to have to do something with the rest of your bags because we have this kit in place for every situation and you still feel the need to bring more stuff. So we're constantly expanding that kit because every time we do a wedding, we learn something else that we may need the next time. So make sure that your people have the proper tools with them if they are helping you set up. Make sure the venue knows that you're coming early and make sure that the people understand exactly how much that you want set up and very specifically where you want it set up. We had someone um, say that they were a low-key bride and then when it came time to the actual wedding day, everything that we had set up she was like not happy with. And it unfortunately was from a rain plan. So what we thought she wanted and what she thought she explained to us were two different things. So we quickly fixed it for her and we adjusted everything. But unfortunately, like I didn't get the feel from this bride when she walked into the venue that I wanted to get. I wanted to know that we gave her like a great experience. Like, yes, there was a rain plan, but even so, she had everything she wanted set up. And I think because it rocked her that it rained, that when she walked in and she saw things not exactly as she envisioned them, it became a problem. So then we quickly altered. And the next time, you know, we change the way we do things. So now when someone works with us, we make sure that they send us pictures of exactly how things are to be set up. We do site tours with people to make sure we know where they want things. Like we go the extra mile to make sure that the vision that you as a couple want for your day is exactly followed to the T and that when you walk in, you have that (gasps) moment of like, excitement and feeling of like, you know, an overwhelming feeling of joy that everything that you had just worked on to get to where you, you know, to get to make the whole day wonderful is that it's your vision. It's not our vision. So we want to make sure that you have that. So the jingling that you've been hearing in the background of this recording is from Lincoln, my puppy. He actually turned two yesterday. So I'm not sure if he's technically still a puppy or not, but 
The jingling is from a bell that we have hanging on the door. And when he has to go out, he rings the bell so we can let him go out to go to the bathroom. Well, our dog is so smart that he now rings the bell. I get up. I let him. I go to the door to open the door. And he runs and gets a toy. And he wants me to play with him. So then I come back. I sit down. Well, this has gone on now. I don't know how many takes I did before finally I just decided that I just am going to have to let him ring that bell (laughs) because he won't go out because it's raining. And every time I get up to let him out or to move him away from his bell or to give him a treat, he just goes right back and does it again because he has now trained me to get up when he rings his bell and he uses that to his advantage. So that is the ringing that you're hearing in the background. I promise you it is not Santa's sleigh, even though we are coming close to that time of the year where it will be quite fun to hear those sleigh bells soon. But nope, this is just Lincoln ringing his bell to get me to come play with him. So the other thing I wanted to touch on was when you have someone helping you, make sure that they're not like I was. So my timeline as a parent and my timeline pre-kids for sure was very, very skewed for everything. Everything I did, I never thought it was going to take that long. Like always, and I always would be late, and I would always be like either making people mad or I would be made fun of for being late to everything. So when I had kids, it only got worse because like now I'm already behind on the time that it takes me to get ready, and then now I have their, you know, three little ones, plus Dana was in eighth grade at the time. So, well, I'm sorry, Chase was born when Dana was in eighth grade. So you can imagine like teenagers and like middle, like five-year-old and then toddler and then infant. So it was chaos when I would leave the house. So this is the time when I started to really look at things and say, okay, for my personal life, it's one thing, but for my business, I need to figure out a way where I'm not always underestimating the time it takes to do things. Just like with the special touches. I underestimated how long it was going to take because when someone told me a few things, I thought it was a few things. Like, how long could that possibly take? Well, (laughs) it takes a long time sometimes to get things right because when you're dealing with a wedding, it needs to be perfect. So now it sounds pretty silly, but every time I think something is going to take me a half an hour, I double it. And then that way, if nothing else, at least I'm early instead of late because the feeling of not being prepared and not being ready for something as momentous of a wedding day is something that I truly, my heart can't handle. I am, it's too important to me to give people what they want on their wedding day. And the last thing I want to do is not have things in order when they show up. So next time on Cheers to You, we're going to talk about the special moments that happen throughout the evening and how planning perfectly doesn't even get you always what you're expecting. Hi, Brooke Voris here. If you like what you heard on the show, Cheers to You, then please leave us a review, subscribe to the show, or forward it on to a friend. It would be greatly appreciated. Something on your mind? Don't forget to go to brookevoriswettings.com to submit your question so it can be discussed on the show. Thank you for listening and cheers to you.